Grabbing the older woman roughly from the young policeman, he said gruffly, Come on, Mum. Let's be having you. She turned on him then, spitting vitriol. I might have known you'd be on her side, as usual. You're like a pair of fucking rednecks. Dueling banjos, you two. Always were. He ignored her, dragging her physically away from her daughter's front door. He was rough with her, and it was obvious that this was a regular occurrence. Just let it go, eh? She's come back and you'll have to get over it, he shouted to the woman left standing on the doorstep. He was dragging the irate woman towards his Range Rover, but she was determined that she wasn't going anywhere without a fight. He bundled her unceremoniously into the vehicle. As he pulled away, he was aware that the people in the surrounding houses were all watching the proceedings with interest. He had known this would happen eventually. He had just not expected it to happen so quickly. Jordana Dooley went back inside her small council house and closed the door on the police and the local onlookers. She'd been used to this kind of interest in her family since she was a child. Her mother had developed a habit of making everything in her life public. She was the equivalent to movie royalty where they had lived. Her whole life had been played out to an audience for someone else's benefit. She was the Britney Spears of her generation, and she could have taught that poor whore a few things. Once inside the house, Jordana found she was shaking, trembling with fear. A fear that was born from memories, not from her mother's actual presence. She'd not seen her mother in quite a while, and it always amazed her just how lovely she looked at first glance. How young she still seemed, even though the woman had lived at least two lifetimes and had made sure that her children lived them too. Jordana had never really known what it was to be a child. All her life she'd been nothing more than an appendage, nothing more than her mother's object, her mother's chattel. Her hatred of her mother, like her private thoughts about her, were almost biblical in their outrageousness. She would quite happily send fifty plagues to her if she could. Not locusts or fucking frogs either. She would send that bitch every fatal disease known to man. So broken had Jordana been by her mother's disloyalty that she had eventually walked away from not only her, but her whole life. It was the only way she could get some kind of peace. When her mother had hunted her down, Jordana had retreated into the Bible, into religion, in an effort to make her life mean something, to validate her existence. She tried to keep her mother away with prayers. God knew the courts would not help her. Jordana instinctively placed her hands across her stomach, feeling the small bump there that she hoped and prayed this time would grow into a full-term baby, not another sticky mess that she would have to clean up and mourn so painfully like all the others. That was her mother's fault as well, her inability to keep a child within the confines of a womb that had been sexually invaded much too early and which now rejected anything that seemed to find comfort inside it. A womb that expelled her offspring before it could even be called a baby, a child, before it had anything even resembling a personality, a life. It was as if with each of these rejections, Jordana was being told by nature that anything she produced would not be fit for the company of other human beings for the real world, that what she was hoping to create was somehow not good enough, was second best. And now, seeing what her mother was like once more, She was on the verge of agreeing with that belief. It was getting harder and harder to justify her existence. 
and she knew that was because of her mother's influence. She knew that her early life was still shaping her adult life, even now, no matter how hard she tried to stop it. But all that still didn't change the fact she wanted a child of her own so badly, so desperately, that she would kill for that chance. She lived for that opportunity, and told herself that it was something she could achieve one day. Without that, she would be finished. And she knew it. Her only real strength was her belief that one day she would carry a child to full term, would finally hold a baby in her arms and love it unconditionally. She wiped the sweat from her forehead and took a few deep breaths to steady herself. When she felt calm enough, she walked into the small, spotless kitchen and sat down at a new IKEA dining table. She felt the fluttering inside her subside and lit herself a cigarette. The first puff made her feel sick and...